Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. You know, I eventually wanted to syndicate after I was uh, given the opportunity. But the whole thing about a radio show in the beginning uh, was not my idea. My idea simply was I asked God to make me one of the premier stand-ups in the country. That's all I wanted from him. I asked him that in 1985. That's, that's all I asked him for. He's done so much more for me since then. He's blessed me with so many more opportunities. He's opened up so many more doors. He's poured out so many more blessings. It's hard for me sometimes, really, man, to uh, to even take it all in because I feel like, wow, man, really, me? Thank you. I mean, I'll take them. Now, don't get me wrong, but. It can be overwhelming at times. I I often used to hear my mother say, who was a Sunday school teacher, and I remember these words all the time now. God will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you won't have room enough to receive. I I kept waiting on that day, mama. Where's that day at? I got plenty of room because I'm dirt poor right now. I got room for $1,000. I had room for I had all that. Now I understand. W- one of the things, though, that he's done for me that I've asked him for in my lifetime is, is that he has made me matter. Now, okay, Steve, what do you mean by that? So I used to ask God a long time ago. One of my prayers was to help me matter, that I want to matter to the people that I come in contact with. Look, I just don't want to be a man that they meet or a young guy that they meet and when they meet me it it don't it doesn't cause a ripple in the in the pond i want i want to make ripples in the pond i want i want to be that rock that when you throw you try to count the ripples as it go out i want to be a 14 ripple rock i don't know if you know what that means but when i was a little boy we used to stand on the bank at ponds and stuff and throw rocks out into the water. We should either skip them or we'd throw them. And when they would land in the water, they would create these rings that go out. If you threw it high enough and it dropped straight down in that water, the little rings would start forming out like it would create a little waves. And these waves just look like circles in the water. And I remember one time I made 14 of them. And that's always stuck with me as a little boy. That was because nobody in my circle could make 14 rings. And they all counted them, so they saw them. So I enjoyed that because I had made a bigger splash, a bigger ring pattern than anybody else. So I've always asked God to make me matter. In my own way, make me a big ring pattern. See, because that's important to me. Now, it was important to me but I didn't understand why I needed that to be the important part of me. Because here is the other part. 
you know the thing that, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. You've heard the thing, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. You know, those those things like that that you learn along the way. Well, if you matter to people, then guess what? All of those become a real possibility in your life. See, you can't ask for the yin without the yang. You can't ask for it without, without the responsibility that comes with it. See, God can't bless you with a lot, and then you think that it ain't going to be a lot required of you. I have people pulling at me all day. But I have to remember that prayer I made now. I wanted God to help me to matter. Now, this is important, y'all, because, see, if your prayer is to matter, that means that you want to you wanna matter in the circle that you're in. No matter how big the circle you're in, no matter how small the circle you're in, you want to make a difference. You want to have an impact on somebody's life in a positive way. If that's one of your prayers, guess what? God will readily give you that. Because when you do something for the least of these, it's just like you've done it on his behalf or you've done it as him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I'm explaining that right, but when you do something for the less fortunate, you're doing God's work. God gonna bless you for doing that. So now here's the deal. So if your prayers to matter is to become an impactful person, then guess what? God going to help you do that because guess what? You're going to do some work on his behalf because you're going to run across somebody that's less fortunate. You're going to run across somebody could, that could use your impact. You're going to run across somebody, man, that ain't quite knowing which way to go in because you done been down that dirty dog road before. You can say, hey, my man, let me, let me pull your coat to something. You can do this now, but let me tell you what's going to happen. If I were you, I would consider this. That's making an impact. That's like the guy that passed out in L.A. named Lou Danzler out there that had this uh, Boys and Girls Center out there in the hood. And, man, I can't tell you the people's lives he impacted. I remember when Eric Davis, a bad baseball player, came back and spoke at the group one time, looking at them kids and hugging uh, Lou Danzler, thanking him, man, for changing his life. This guy became one of the superstars in the Major League Baseball. And then just uh, thousands of people and lives that he affected and when he passed, what he did was he left an imprint. He left an imprint that's huge. And that's all I wanted, man. I just said, man, if I could make an imprint, you know what I mean? It's like you walking through life, right, and you making footprints in sand. I want my footprints to be so deep that after I'm gone, people can still tell I had come through there. People has, can still see that I that I. Oh, man, he, hey, man, hey, man, Harv walked over there. Hold up, man, look right here, man. Steve Harvey came through here because I want my footprints to be so deep in the sand that I matter to so many that even after I'm gone, I can still show you the way. That even after I'm gone, I still have an effect on my children, on my sons, so that my sons can look up one day and go remember all the conversations we had. Man, my daddy used to tell me this. And maybe I can turn one of, turn my sons into men. You understand? Turn my daughters into ladies. You understand? So they ain't got to follow the crowd and get out here. You know, man, you, 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 you got to want to matter, man. You got to want to make a difference. And so at the end of my life, when it's all over and the winds is blowing the sand back in my footprints, I want it to take a while. 
I want I want I want several sandstorms to have to come through that before my footprints get filled up. That's how much I want to matter. Mattering is important. It's got to be important to you. What's your legacy? What you gonna leave behind? What they gonna say about you? You know, it's a cold thing. You know, um, when you die, you get a tombstone. This tombstone has your date of birth. Your tombstone has a dash, and your tombstone has the date of your death. Here lies so-and-so, so-and-so, born such-and-such a day, dash, died such-and-such a day. Now, you would think that the most important thing on that plaque, on that tombstone, is your birthday, or... You would think that the most important part on that tombstone is the day you left here, but it's not. See, when they put your birth date on the tombstone, they put a dash, and then they put the date you left here. The most important thing on that tombstone is that dash. What did you do while you were here? It ain't your birthday they're going to celebrate. It ain't the day you die they're going to celebrate. They're going to celebrate that dash what you did while you was here. It's the smallest thing on that tombstone, but it's the most important thing on that, man. What, what you doing about your dash, y'all? You got to wake up to matter to somebody. You got to make an imprint in the sand. You got to affect some people's lives, and you got to do it all in a positive way. So we got to wake up every day thinking about them footprints we laying down, that legacy we creating, that 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 what they going to talk about when we gone moment. What you doing about your dash? My dash is January 17, 1957. That's my date. My dash, I'm working on that right now. Now, when I leave here, what I want him to talk about, Steve Harvey, ain't January 17, 1957. Ain't the date I leave here. I want him to talk about that dash. Man, when he was on here, this what he did. Man, that was my man. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I got it. I got it, man. I said I got it. Woo! I got you. <laughs> and I'm super bad. <laughs> I got you. Mm-hmm. Best I ever had. I have a question man. for you. I have a question for you. What? What day is it? Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. I have no idea what day it is. <laughs> Just so you'll know and get your bearings. Listen it's Tuesday, me. sir. Okay, Shirley. Yesterday uh, morning uh-huh. at 8 a.m., yeah, which was Monday to me, uh-huh. which you thinking is Monday, but it, in y'all's world, my yesterday <laughs> Monday at 8 a.m. was 8 p.m. Sunday night. Whoa. <laughs> so to take Miss Universe, uh-huh. The girls had to be in the theater at 3.30 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Oh, I showed up so early. at 6 a.m. Yeah. We went live at 8 o'clock a.m. Mm. What time did Miss Universe come on here? I think uh, East Coast it was 7 maybe. I think 7. I don't know. Seven, I think. Yeah, I think seven o'clock, Steve. 
p.m. So, p.m. <laughs> Sunday night. I have okay. First of all, let me say I'm grateful. Uh-huh. I thank God for all my victories. I thank God for protecting me, for camping His angels around me. Oh yeah, for forever holding me when it looked like it's crazy. You know what I've learned in this whole ordeal? What the Trump visit, the federal court, uh-huh. the the Miss Universe. You know what I learned in all of it? What? When you find yourself in a dark place mm-hmm. and it feels like and you think you've been buried, mm-hmm. you've actually been planted. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what my takeaway was uh-huh. over the past two weeks. Wow. That's, that's, that's profound. It that, really no, is. You, you know, somebody sent that to me. Mm-hmm. A minister sent that to me. I love it. He said, when you're in a dark place and you feel like you've been buried, mm-hmm. relax. You've actually been planted. Wow. So it's just something else. God going to have you push your way through because yeah. he's growing you into another growing. another plant. Because, you know, if you take a seed and put it on the ground, if you just throw it on the ground, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. You got to put dirt on it. Dirt, yeah. Yeah. Now, dirt look crazy, but dirt is nutrients. Right. Dirt is actually vitamins. Mm-hmm. It creates a struggle because that little seed has to push through something to get to the surface to become what God intended for it to be. Yeah. That was my takeaway over the past few weeks. I would think that was excellent. Yeah, I like that a lot. And yeah. and and might I say you did a really good job. I mean, you were you were on point. <laughs> <laughs> Your jokes were, <laughs> they landed. The opening was funny. We we um, played a lot of it on the show yesterday. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It was funny. You did a great I job. I didn't know, because let me tell you the something. The was beautiful, too. Yeah, hear the crazy part. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. I just did Miss Universe yesterday. <laughs> See, what? y'all, y'all own another. We a whole another world <laughs> apart. I just did Miss Universe yesterday. Wow, well, we saw it. Uh, day before yesterday. No. I saw, <laughs> I saw the end of the show was at 11. Mm-hmm. I got on plane at 3. Okay, so you ended the show at 11 p.m. You got on the plane at 3 no, a.m.? I got, no, I got. I finished the show at 11 a.m. See, I just did Miss oh, Universe right. yesterday oh, morning. Yeah, at 8 a.m. Okay, I got you now. Okay. I did Miss Universe at 8 a.m. yesterday morning. Wow. I got it. And then I got on a plane. I don't know. I don't My know whole, how that works. Yeah. No, trust and believe. <laughs> it's so crazy. All right, all right, let me give you an example. Now I'm confused. Uh, if what day if is you it? all are wondering why it's just me and Shirley, uh-huh. there's some technical difficulty, and we can't punch up Tommy and Carla or yeah. Junior. They're at work. We can see them. We just can't hear them. On video, we could see. I'm in Chicago. I ain't with nobody. <laughs> so here's the deal. So I left Dallas, Texas from federal court on Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Night. Uh-huh. Thursday, Thursday night. night mm-hmm. I left Dallas, Texas from federal court. Another victory. God, again, taking care of his boy. He was All right. this, you know, can he I tell right you something? He was right there with you. He fought that case for you. Can I tell you what's crazy? Say it. This been going on. This been going on. Can I tell you this? The case since I was thirty-eight years old. Wow. 
And you just made 60. This began when I was 38 years old. Wow, Steve, that's a long, long time. 1993 is when this began. So, and you're done with it now. You won and done. I'm talking about every single count. Wow, that's a blessing. Every (laughs) single count. And I mean, they had some counts because they were trying to do you, boy. Mm. But it was just wrong, man. It was just wrong. God came, got me. So anyway, that's over with. So I get on the plane Thursday night. Yeah. When I land in the Philippines, Mm -hmm. it's Saturday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Now, (laughs) they they take me, first of all, when I got to the airport in the Philippines, I've never had that many people meet me at the airport. Oh, really? When I pulled my shade up and looked out the window, uh-huh. the last time I saw that many people, yeah, when waiting at a jet for a jet to come off, uh-huh. my partner was being extradited. <laughs> and he had on cuffs and shackles. Oh. <laughs> That's the last time I seen that many people at an airport waiting on somebody. So were they happy that you were there? That oh, was it man. a greeting committee? Oh, Your man. fans? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Man. Okay. That's good. That, you Unbelievable. Want that. You need Went that. Went straight. I needed that so mm-hmm. bad. Went straight to rehearsal. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about from that straight to rehearsal. Walked in to rehearsal. 86 women in swimsuits. <laughs> it was a good day. <laughs> Lord. Why is this happening to me and I'm 60? <laughs> All right. I know you have something funny for us or something about your trip. Something All right. more. All right. We'll be back with Steve. Something funny at 34 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Steve is back from Manila in the Philippines. Don't know what day it is. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. You back. It is crazy, man. And, and again, you I did traveled a great for a job. whole day yesterday, 20 hours of flight time, mm. and got here, and it was still the same damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> Man. He went. He came but, back, huh? But going there, Tommy, I left Dallas Thursday night. Mm-hmm. When I got in the Philippines, it was Saturday morning, <laughs> almost <laughs> noon. My whole Friday was just gone. Wow. <laughs> so you got some stories. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Steve. <laughs> well, man, it was just been uh, Miss Universe was an interesting, interesting. Uh, you handled it though. Who you handled it? Yes, Lord. You, was, mm-hmm. you read it slow though. You made yes. sure you read it slow, didn't you? How was he reading, Tommy? <laughs> yeah. And the winner is. <laughs> Tommy said you were reading like a third grader. Hell mm. yeah, gonna take it slow. <laughs> what y'all ain't finna do is do me what you did to me last year. And well, I, I, I set it all up this year. Though. I was gonna be no mistakes right here. First of all, y'all gonna give me two cards, uh-huh. and you gonna separate them. And then, and then don't even try that. Uh, and the first or second runner up, first runner up business. Mm-hmm. Don't even try that because that ain't how we rehearsed it last year. And y'all gonna add it on the card at the last minute. Oh no, nah, hell no, nah. y'all ain't doing that either. Okay, Steve, what do you want to do? Oh, that attitude did, but, with you. But going to be mad, though. Okay, well, how do you want to do it? The way we rehearsed it. 
How about that? <laughs> Who's, I had everybody on point, though. When they brought you the glasses, Miss Philippines, that was hilarious. That was so yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. Right before yeah, I you wrote read that, the winner. I, I, I wrote that joke. Uh-huh. That was funny. Oh, really? Okay, that was cute. That yeah, was I funny. That. I thought that would be funny. All right, pop the collar. She didn't want to do it. Oh, she did? No, no, no. No, I, I, I didn't want to do that. She, well, really she didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. No, she was really, really great. She oh, was she really, was really so great. There, there were I'm going to tell you something, so man. Miss Kenya oh, was the brightest. She was beautiful. One of the brightest women there, man. She was so, so sharp. Her mm-hmm. career, everything, man. Mm-hmm. I thought her question was a little bit deep. Yeah. Yeah. And all of it right there, you know. It's kind Who of writes them questions, though? I don't know. It ain't me. Question. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. Let's not start. <laughs> you write jokes. Yeah I, yeah, I write the damn jokes. I don't <laughs> write no damn questions. I don't got no damn vote. So, man. You're going to take all this Miss Universe. You're not going to get all this off me. Hell yeah, because then I'll be an Uncle Tom for <laughs> universe question to Miss King. Yeah. Oh, these, these. Hey, man, one thing I have learned. <laughs> miss me with social media. I, I, my takeaway in all this was, I don't give a damn about social media no more, man. Uh-uh. You no, know, it's, sir. it's interesting. There was a study um, out, I think, last week that a lot of millennials aren't on social media as much as Generation X, the, the uh, Generation Xers before them. And I've run into a, quite a few young people that don't do social media. I ain't ran into one. I have. That's no. interesting. I ain't ran into one. <laughs> Not now one. Well, your president is on social media for sure. Yeah, at night, <laughs> late at Man, night. When every, when everyone's that sleeping. Go- That's how he's running the country right now, through Twitter. <laughs> through his- Anybody surprised? <laughs> no. Anybody he did it all through the campaign. Surprised. He did it all through the campaign. Where is the shock in this <laughs> All right. I begged. Didn't I? I begged. Everybody, go to poll. That's what I begged. Yes. Yes. Cool. We ain't go. <laughs> we we ain't go. Now, here we, we is. Got a band yeah. going on, a travel band. Okay. Locked out. Mm. I can't believe you made it yeah, back in here, really. Tommy was well, concerned. Philippines wasn't one of I the know. seven countries. I still don't matter. <laughs> no. When you get in, they put you on can, hold. Can I take? Oh, let me tell you something off there. Y'all we'll be go back. We'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up uh, right after the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with our national news. She's, of course, going to talk about Donald Trump's firing of uh, Miss um, Yates, the um, acting attorney general, Sally Yates. And uh, up next, the nephew on tap with Run That Prank Pack. What you got, Neff? Bump and grind. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Bump and grind is the prank coming up next. If you missed it yesterday, I got it for you. Okay. Oh, this is my jam right here. Hello, I'm Tyrese uh, Marcus. Uh, Marcus. Yeah, this is he. Hey, hey, can you hear me? Can you hear me pretty good? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Go ahead. Hey, hey, listen. Um, me, I, hold on. Let me turn the radio down for a second. Go ahead. Hey, hey, listen. I live in, in uh, I live in an apartment building that you just moved into. Um, I live in A, and you live above me uh, in A. 
Uh-huh. I actually got your number from the leasing office. I told him I wanted to welcome you to the apartment building, man, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't want to really raise no eyebrows, but I was really calling about, you know, you know. first of all, let me go ahead and say welcome to the building, man. I hope that you and your, your – uh, is that your wife that lives with you? First of all, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. But uh, why would you need to have my number to do that? You could have just came and knocked on my door, man. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, what a re- reason why I mean I really called and got the number was kind of reach out to you, man. I don't be wanting to start no trouble with nobody or nothing like that. I be wanting to, you know, I want I want my neighbors to be cool with me, and I want to be cool with my neighbors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's cool. So I, I was reaching out, man, because you know the the noise, man. I was I'm um uh, I work at night and I, I sleep during the day, man. But it seems like since you guys moved in, man, in the middle of the day, it's, it's you know, I, I mean, I, I know what it's like to have a lady. Wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're hearing noises coming from my place in the middle of the day? Right, I mean, I, I'm, I'm hearing, I, I'm, I'm guessing I'm hearing you making love to your lady, man. I mean, it's, <laughs> nah, nah, man, nah, nah. You know what it is? You might be hearing something from another, another unit, man. It's definitely not coming from us because I'm at work. And my, you know, my girl is there, but she's on the computer. You know, she's looking for a gig right now. Hello. Okay, 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 okay. Wait a minute now, sir. You live in apartment A, right? Yeah. Okay. See, I live in A. Your your bedroom is above my bedroom. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. You telling me that you hearing noises that sound like somebody's making love, coming from my crib at this time of day, and I'm not there, and only my woman is there? Dude, man, you know, again, I'm not trying to be rude or anything. I, I appreciate you calling and, and, you know, neighbor and all that. Hey, you said you went, right? Uh, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, man, look, I mean, you called me, all right? So let's get to the bottom of this one time. You saying you hear noise. What kind of noise are you hearing exactly? Tell me. Hey, 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 you know what, man? This is probably just a big mistake. I mean, maybe she's just hanging some pictures or something, bro. I, hey, first, you know what? Let me, no, no, you know, no, let me no, say no, this, man. Too. I, I, I apologize for no calling. pictures, man. We ain't even bought no pictures yet. I mean, you calling me like you hear a jackhammer going off in my crib. What you talking about, man? Hey, hey, man, listen, um, Marcus, I, no, I apologize. I apologize. I'm, 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 I'm you know, no, I'm... No, 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 my man, you telling me I'm a man. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know what you are, but I'm a man. No, I, I, you I, calling I, me, I understand that. I... You calling me, telling me you hearing noises coming from my crib that sound like somebody's and now you telling me don't worry about it? Maybe you made a mistake. Hey, hey man, all I'm saying is maybe it's just a, a legitimate mistake. All I'm saying, maybe she hanging some pictures or moving some furniture or something like that. Ain't no but I, pictures, I, man. I keep telling you that. Ain't no pictures. Ain't nobody hanging It shouldn't be no noise coming from my crib. Hey man, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to start no trouble, man. Well, you don't okay. start some, man. What you talking hey, about? Man, all I was no calling trouble. about was trying to get a decent, decent rest, man. I, I work at night, bro. That's all I'm talking about, man. I'm not trying to. I don't give a if you work the graveyard shit. I don't care. You calling me, telling me about my crib that I just moved into. You hear noises? Ain't no going on like that, man. I don't even believe it. Yo, I mean, you got the right address. Where you live at, man? You live at Fitwell. Yes, man, in apartment A, and your place is above mine, man. Hold on, man, hold on, man, hold on. Let me pull this over, man. Hold on one second, man.
Cause you talking so oh, dude. Hey man, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to have no trouble, man. I'm not trying you to have no trouble, man. I'm, you got your, you for working there, dude. I do 50 hours a week. Now I don't need to hear no like this. Okay, okay, dog. I'm not. All I'm saying is, man. I thought, I thought you was making love to your your woman, man. That's what I thought. That's why I called you to ask y'all to keep the noise down. I ain't making love to my wife. I ain't even at my house right now. I'm on my radio. Trust that. You go hear this okay? and I'm coming right to your crib to hear it. I ain't hear it from your crib. No, no, hold on, hold the hell up, dude. You're not coming to my apartment to hear nothing, man. I ain't got nothing to do with this. If I ain't, I whip your Don't talk that to me. You don't know me. I ain't letting you in my house, man, about no man that you got going on upstairs. You got to control your woman, man. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Don't tell me nothing about my woman. You don't even know my woman. I know she been, I know she been up there, I know she been up there weighing it out for the last two weeks, between 12 and 2, I know that. You got to be you talking to gang of man, I'm coming to your house. You ain't coming to my apartment, man, I'm not, it. hey man, listen, I, I, no, I ain't got nothing to do with this I'm telling you. You got trouble, I'm coming to your crib, man. Hey, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man, is you listening? I'm coming from my crib, I ain't even home. I got one more thing I need to say, all right, and... All right, you better, you, be, listening? you better be telling me you're opening the door. Are you listening? Yeah, I'm listening. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Wait a minute. Hold What the? Hey, do you live in man? Step away from A, please. This is you Nephew what? Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy got me to prank you, man. Oh, Oh, <laughs> are you at day? Dude, I'm right outside my apartment, man. I'm ready to blow that thing up, man. Miss Nephew Tommy? This Tommy, man. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, man. Tommy, you you had me going, man. I was coming to up, man. I'm serious, man. <laughs> I got one more thing I got to ask you before I let you go, man. What is? What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? Man, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, without a doubt. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Whoa! Really? Whoa. <laughs> Get started. Get it cracking. Ah! He's back! Uh-huh. Whoa! <laughs> uh-uh! With a good spirit. I like it. <laughs> no! <laughs> One thing about this presidency <laughs> is you go to bed and you wake up and something different has something happened different overnight. Happened. Yeah. overnight. So I guess that trip to see Trump wasn't that bad right. now, huh, y'all? <laughs> the hell y'all got to talk about now? You gonna so, get off my ass is what you gonna do. All go. this mess going we on. Said, let we it said go. we was gonna let it go. So, Let's let it go. Well, yeah. I just let it go. I just had to say one motto. So <laughs> introduce Miss Ann, because yeah, she's got to talk about yeah. what happened overnight. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Ooh, you gonna Thanks be good morning, Miss Ann. Ah, uh, yeah, this is Antrip with the news. Well, President Trump fired the acting U.S. Attorney General Sally Yates last night because Yates refused to defend his new immigration order, saying she wasn't convinced that it was lawful. 
In a statement, the White House says Yates, quote, betrayed the Department of Justice. She was an Obama administration appointee who was weak on borders and very weak on illegal uh, immigration. So they got somebody else over there working. Meanwhile, the New York uh, Senator Charles Schumer says he's calling on the Congress to repeal the president's executive order. On NBC's Today show the other day, the senator said that the order was poorly implemented and doesn't really address terrorist threats anyway. This focus on securing our borders and our homeland was obviously a major part of what the president campaigned on. Anyway, he says not from these countries. At one point while talking about the ban, the senator seemed to choke up and cry. However, the president wasn't impressed. I noticed uh, Chuck Schumer yesterday with fake tears. I'm going to ask him who is his acting coach because uh, I know him very well. I don't see him as a crier. There's about a 5% chance that it was real, but I think there were fake tears. On Saturday, the federal judge in Brooklyn issued a temporary stay on deportations. And the Department of Homeland Security said it's going to comply with that. Meanwhile, get this, there are teams of lawyers hanging out in certain airports, including New York City's JFK and Washington's Dulles, to offer free legal help to anybody who may need it and lie the new ban. You know, anybody who's like stating in a holding cell there or something like that because they arrived and can't enter. The Trump administration is still defending the statement it issued last Friday on International Holocaust Remembrance Day where it made no mention of the 6 million Jews killed and made no mention of anti-Semitism at all. Trump spokesman Hope Hicks has told CNN that, quote, well, despite what the media reports are, we are an incredibly inclusive group, and we took into account all those who suffered, unquote. And one mm. more, President Trump, too, has announced his pick to become the ninth Supreme Court justice tonight at 8. Yeah. Even though the GOP is in control of both the houses of Congress, you know, the first legislative battle of the presidency could ensue because unlike some other uh, Capitol Hill actions, a simple majority in the Senate doesn't do. They need 60 votes, which means the Republicans will have to get no less than eight Democrats to go along with them. So stay tuned. We'll see how that goes. And finally, today is Scotch Tape Day, and perhaps appropriately, it's also... Hell is freezing over day. Now back to Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> oh, Miss Ann, Miss Ann, Miss Ann. Miss Ann, black people don't like that kind of stuff. Once you mention hell to black people, well, I, 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 I hold butt tight enough. We believe in it strongly. Uh, it, it, your butt immediately puckers. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start talking about hell, we just. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We get scared, uh, don't we? Yeah, we immediately lock up on hell jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Miss Ann. Man, you ever thought about what hell going to be like? Uh-uh, don't play, uh-uh, Steve. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not trying to go there. Uh, Tommy, this story's for you. This is really a story for you. The title alone, Get Naked, Be Happy. That's it right She doesn't need to go any further. (laughs) (laughs) It says we could all use a dose of happiness these days, considering what's going on in the White House. And apparently it's easy. Just take off your clothes. That's all you have to do. This is a new study published in the Journal of Happiness Studies. It found that nudists or naturists, as they're called, uh, they prefer to be called naturists. Uh, They're happier than people who prefer being fully clothed around their friends. Oh, Res- how they know? That still make no difference. Researchers found that people who hang out naked with other people outside of their immediate family are more confident about their bodies. Hey, and are, huh? Shirley, hmm? listen to me. I'm just saying. Most people I've seen pictures of that go to nudist colonies, uh-huh. ass don't need to be naked. But <laughs> I ain't seen nobody fine at a nudist colony. But they're fine oh, to themselves. Which ones you went to? <laughs> which ones you went to? You. 
You said you ain't seen nobody find it at a nudist colony. Which nudist colony? I'm talking about in pictures. You ever see pictures of people that do that? I'll not see them in person. They got film footage. I ain't <laughs> seen nobody yeah. find. You seen them in but person? I, think, I don't think it's about being fine, though. I think it's just about it's being, it being for you. Me. Surely, <laughs> I don't want to see you, and your body ain't right. I don't need to look over there. Look, uh, just keep your clothes on. I don't think it's yeah. sexual in nature or it anything is. like that. It is. When men look at you and you naked, it's sexual. It's nothing else. This ain't art. <laughs> well, th- I think that's the how that's body. what they're saying. They're looking at it as they're just being Art, free, being themselves. When men see a woman naked, it becomes sexual. It's nothing else. We just see, over here with see, our dog, off. You ain't trying. Right. You, you should just walk to your mailbox naked, man. You just feel it first. You got to understand it. That's Tell what me. they say. If you're not into the nudist lifestyle, try bearing it all just when you're at home with your partner or even alone. I do alone. that. I'm fine walking around at the house naked. I'm talking about really? in front of somebody. Y'all ain't got no problem walking around the house naked. <laughs> you just be naked, Steve. <laughs> I done went all the way down to the refrigerator. Yeah. Naked. Yes. <laughs> Don't it feel good? When you open up that refrigerator door and that draft hits you, woo! Now, I tell you what, though, when you trot down the steps, it do hurt a little bit. Gosh! That, that I found out. You can't take do that head. no more. So try it. Yeah, try it. You don't know, Steve. You're and I tell you another, it. it's a drawback to me. When you got to go to the bathroom naked, there's nothing to stop you. Oh, see, see, yeah, you don't make it all the way. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, ain't nothing. You ain't everything. The gravity going straight down. You ain't got nothing to stop you. That I means love you it. waited too late to go. Nah, mess around. Get over that leg. Be wet. <laughs> anyway, the butterfly waiting in the wings with this butterfly blog. That's coming up uh, when we come back at eighteen after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. To win. To like win. That. Okay. Butterfly waiting in the wings. Mm-hmm. Look what he's going to talk about today. Always something. Who cares? Does he still have that whistle with him? Yeah, Super Bowl week. Big game week. Yes. I can't stand it. What's he making to wear? <laughs> now that <laughs> no. remains to be seen. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Shirley, Carla, Steven. Junior's not in today. Tommy, good morning to all of you all. Butterfly. Hey, hey, hey. Flutter, flutter, flutter. Get it, get it. What's up, Eugene? What's happening? Oh, my God. You know what? You know, it is um, eh, It is Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. You already know this. Oh, you still have oh, that, that whistle. whistle. You already know this. Mm-hmm. Now, what's trending is... Who is going to be the MVP? It's going to be Matt Ryan for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, who else? Tom Brady. <laughs> you better not mess with my Tom Brady. Tom Brady finna win this thing. So that's your pick, Tom Brady? <laughs> you shouldn't even have to ask me. <laughs> Tom Brady finna come up here and act a doggone fool. You better ask somebody. But, you know, all my friends in Atlanta, Jawan, Jacoby. A lot of J's. Yeah, Lawrence. Um, um... What's uh, one? Jack Will. Um, what about him? Is he? Jack Will. Uh, Socrates. Oh. All of them. <laughs> what? 
Y'all already know. I know they pulling for that Atlanta Falcons. They, they, Who they is time, Skillet cheering for, pulling for? Really? He like Julio Jones. Oh, okay, the Falcons. He called him JJ for sure. Julio Jones. But anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I hate to just rain on y'all parade. You already know. Mm-hmm. Baby, it's going to be patriotic. You and it's time know. to be patriotic. What? You I'm already listening. know. Yes. So I have my own <laughs> patriotic outfit. Uh-huh. The red, white, and blue. So you're going to have to... Whoa, whoa. You're going to wear the whole gear, the Patriots? That? Everything. <laughs> What's wrong? You, know you got a problem it. with it? You know he made Who got a problem with it? <laughs> Mm-hmm. We've been have a Boston Tea Party up in here. That's what we've been have. <laughs> I'm inviting all of you all to my Boston Tea Party. Oh my goodness! And be patriotic when you get to the door. Make sure you're wearing everything. Okay. I'm not wearing that. It's gonna be so good. So, um, I want you to um, I was gonna say tweet me, but I don't have no Twitter. You have a Twitter account? Mm-mm. You have Instagram? Tommy, want to get me one. I need a Twitter account. I need my own because I want you to let me know who you think the MVP is going to be for the Super Bowl. Well, just okay, well, Tommy's for now. Do that. At Nephew Tommy. Now, he just got to scoop it over. At Nephew Tommy. <laughs> hit me up and let me know. Um, but let him know you're hitting this for Eugene. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let me know, especially if you're um, voting for Tom Brady. Either Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Um, What's just out of those two? Matter. That's what I said. Mm -hmm. You know, it's time. That's who it is. (laughs) All right. And I know uh, Socrates is going to be mad about all this, but whatever. So, but we're going to have fun. We're going to all go into Houston to the Super Bowl. Wow. We don't have no tickets. We just going to (laughs) party. I see y'all. Love you. And I love all my dirty bird friends. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about which team in the NFL (laughs) is the most disliked. Team. We I bet know you who can take is. a guess. I bet you can take a guess. Uh huh. Who? Which uh-huh. team? We know who that is. I already know. What the hell you you want to just tell you? We ain't got to do this. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you when we come back. Is it Cleveland? Is it Cleveland? Clean? Hell no, it ain't Cleveland. What's the hate about Cleveland? <laughs> we ain't bothering nobody. <laughs> Seriously. For the second straight year, the New England Patriots are the most disliked team in the NFL. That ain't for the second straight year. Surprise. (laughs) This is according to a new poll taken last week. It was released yesterday by the Public Policy Polling uh, Organization. In the poll taken of 378 NFL fans uh, representative of the U.S. population, 21% of the people disliked the Patriots. Once again, edging the Dallas Cowboys. Whoa. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys had 19%. Now, of those polled, 42% said they feel negatively about the Patriots um, compared to uh, only 19% who said they think of their Super Bowl uh, opponent, Atlanta Falcons, negatively. As far as who those polls are rooting for to win the Super Bowl, 53% are pulling for the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Just 27% obviously are, are pulling for the Patriots. Ain't nobody asked me, so they can go and take it up to 54. Yeah. You you pulling for the Falcons. Hell um, yeah. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady said that this is the toughest year they've had, toughest one they've had all year. Uh, and uh, he's, of course, Why? the most. Wow. 
Why, y'all ain't steal nobody else's plays? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> deflate the ball. Tom Brady is the most popular quarterback among the fans with 22%, but he's also the least popular with 24%. Falcons quarterback Matt Ryan was... He's a bad boy now. Yeah, he is. He I mean, come on, you got to give it to him. Give that to him. Was it, Tom, uh, Matt Ryan was the seventh most liked quarterback uh, behind Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Eli Manning, Dak Prescott, uh, Ross Limberger, Ben Ross Lim- you know him. Y'all and know who Tommy Russell, second like, Russell Wilson, huh? Eli was Y'all know second. who Tommy like, don't you? Oh, Dak. No, Tommy like Johnny Manziel. Oh, why? And why he like? You know, because they went to the same. Does he school. even play? He doesn't play anymore. No, right? no but that he drank. Tommy like people that drink. <laughs> I knew that no was coming. He was terrible. <laughs> Just embarrassed the whole damn school. <laughs> so Jeez. why is it that they don't like them though? Because they win or what? People just don't like people, you know. You Mm. may not. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady as a person is a good dude. I just I don't I get I don't like their team, but the boy a bad player. He cold, and the Patriots got a got a cold man. They strong, one of the most well coached teams in the league. I don't care who they get, they find a way to get there. That's interesting that you don't like the team, but you like the leader of the team. Belichick? I didn't. Hey, hey, let me explain something to you. No, uh-huh. I didn't really care for Larry Bird, but uh-huh. Lord cold, Jesus, <laughs> uh-huh. this boy. Yeah. <laughs> As a basketball player, I was in awe of him. I went, wow. I just didn't like Boston. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of the, the team same Boston. Sentiments. I didn't like. I like New Edition Boston. I like them. Okay. Uh-huh. I like the city of Boston. I like the people. Uh-huh. I've never been to Boston. I've been one no, time. No, it's a great city, man. There's some strong people up there. I love Boston. All right, uh-huh. we'll be back uh, with a prank phone call. Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, strawberry letter time subject, I lost weight and maybe my husband too. Mm. I lost mm-hmm. weight and maybe my husband too. That is that the time. I don't add up right there. So. No. Hmm. Well, no, that don't add up. Well, some men now like them, you know, a little thick. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. Mm. Ain't no problem with that. Well, she lost weight and she may have lost her husband, too. That's what she's saying. She done something. She did something. <sighs> she dropped that weight and did something. <laughs> All right. She got uh, fine and lost her damn mind. That's what she did. Mm. Well, he well, thought see, she was fine. You can't lose weight and your skill, too. <laughs> All right, what's the prank, nephew? <laughs> Can I paint your wife? See? <laughs> what? This makes more sense than the letter. No, Can I does. paint your wife? Hello? Hello, I wish to speak with a Mr. please. Hello, sir. Um, my name is Sebastian. I am with the um, Art Institute. And I wanted to give you a call about, um, I have a huge showing coming up where I'm going to be displaying my portfolio and all of my drawings within it. But I have one drawing that I'm looking to display that I have not put on canvas yet. And I'm looking to take something uh, uh, of essence to put on canvas. And I wanted to call you about getting permission. Well, wait, hold on, dog. Just to stop you right now, I I don't do that, all right? I'm not a model. That's not my profession. So... 
You would not waste your time no more. You know what I'm saying? Just no, go no, ahead and go. Uh, Mr. Mr. I don't think you understand that my showing is going to have some very important people there. Okay. I am, like I said before, with the Art Institute. Okay, and yeah, but like I said, dog, I don't do that. That's not me. I mean, dog, I, I hate it. You know, how, what, would you just call them folks up? You a solicitor or something? I mean, y'all just randomly picking out folks and trying to trying to get them to, to model up? Man, I ain't sir, trying to break sir, your heart sir, sir, Mr. No, I'm not just randomly calling people. I, I actually have done research in order to get your number. What what I'm doing is I, I'm not calling you as far being a model that I'm going to portray on canvas, but you have something far more greater visually that I would like what? to behold on canvas. Now, you're married to your wife is. Am I oh. correct? Oh, whoa, 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 dog. No, for real. Who is this? Seriously, uh, I mean, because I, I can get my number. How, no, how you get my number? Because you're talking about my wife and stuff? Sir, my how do you know my wife? My name is Sebastian. I am with the Art Institute. What I'm trying to do is capture and immortalize the beauty of essence on canvas. Okay, yo, for real, though? You, you just can't... You, you, you don't talk about my wife, all right? So, uh, I, sir, I, I, I'm not, I'm not call, calling in a negative manner towards your wife. I want to, I want to immortalize her and, and capture her on canvas the okay. beauty that she beholds. I've seen your wife several times. You guys reside. In whoa, whoa, whoa. You see my wife? Wait, wait where do you I, see I, my wife at? What, why are you, you, you watching my wife? I've seen her. She, she shops on 125th Street in Harlem. I've seen her so many times there. And she holds all the beauty that an artist would like to put on canvas. Uh, like I said before, I have a huge showing in May. You're welcome to come out as well. Yeah, There's going to uh, be so many important people there, but I want to, to call and get permission from you about painting your wife. No, you ain't got that permission, Playboy. You just can't You just can't go around following my wife and, and, and trying to mortalize her, whatever you just said, all right? So, so no. I, I, but I, I would like to let you know, I, I have taken the liberty myself. I have painted your wife's head. What? I, I, Yo, you have lost your damn mind. You can't be just walking around here painting folks' heads. You gotta get permission for that. What's wrong sure, with you? Yo, you are crazy. You don't understand. Your wife holds the essence that every artist wants. To I don't care what she holds. You can't be going around painting folks' heads. What's wrong with you? Sir, that's the reason why I'm calling, trying to get permission from you. I, Sebastian, want to put your wife on canvas because she holds the essence that every artist wants to behold. She mortalized the beauty of canvas. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. You telling me you walking around Harlem painting my wife's head? What kind sir, of is that? What the are you doing, dude? Yo, sir, you, sir, you, I'm only trying to complete my no, portfolio. I no, no, your portfolio. Here, listen to this. If I see my wife's head anywhere, I don't care newspaper, magazine, I don't care where, billboard, wherever. Yo, I'm gonna find your and I'm gonna whoop your. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? I'm gonna sue the you. You understand that? Sir, I don't want to have a duel with you, sir. A duel? What the is a duel? What the is a duel? What they do? In fact, what name is Sebastian? What kind of name is that Sebastian? Sir, all I want to do is paint your wife in her rawest and purest form. That's all. What the is raw and purest form mean? What what the do you want? Seriously, I want to paint your wife. I. I want to paint her in the nude. Are you out your mind? No, 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 no. That's what you should do. Tell me where you at. You want to paint something? I'll give you something to paint. Tell me where you at. 125th. 
Meet me 125th. That's what's up. I want to whoop your Meet me. Meet me. Paint me. Paint me. You out your mind talking about you want to paint my wife in the nude. I'm going to take them brushes and stick them up your Mr. She holds the essence that every person should be. I don't give a what she holds. I don't give a Be out your mind for asking me some like that. Sir, I must ask you, do you think that you are the only person that has seen your wife in the nude? Surely there's been men before you that have seen her in the nude. That. Who the f- are you? Hey, my wife ain't no mother. You call my wife a f- Is that what you saying? Are you calling my wife a f-, f-, f you? I want to paint no. your wife in the beauty that she bought on canvas. What the f- did you not understand? I just said f- you no. I told you meet me on the corner of 125th and claim power. F- I got one more thing. I just to say to you. What? Say it. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. <laughs> what? What? This is this is nephew this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. Oh. Oh man, yo man, yo y'all. Oh, I was moving furniture in here, dude. Tommy, you got me, dog. Oh, man, y'all shot. It was Sebastian, sir. Y'all, yeah, yeah, dude. Where the f*** you get Sebastian, bro? I was was about to whoop y'all and Sebastian. (laughs) (laughs) I was to paint brushes, and I was about to paint all of them with your (laughs) Hey, he told me, man. He said, man, he said he loved his wife to part. I said, all right, let let me say this right now. Loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get one more thing from you, man. What is yeah. the bad? Yeah, man. It's Steve Harvey. Yeah, man. Harvey morning show. Hello, Stephen Shirley. I am a 35-year-old married woman who can truly say I am married to my soulmate. We have been together for eight years. My husband is slim. He weighs about 165 pounds. I was close to 250 pounds when we started dating, and at my heaviest weight, I was 282 pounds. He loved... Huh? I said, come on now. Oh, okay. He loved my weight when he first met me and loved it even more when I was bigger. He couldn't get enough of me. When When I would complain about my hanging stomach or my cellulite, he would say I was crazy and that I wasn't big. He loved to play with my stomach rolls and to kiss on them. I got tired of carrying that load around and went on a serious diet. He thought I was joking because I have attempted to lose weight several times with no success. Now I have lost 96 pounds. Wow. But now I am rethinking this weight loss. My husband doesn't look at me with stars in his eyes anymore. He still treats me the same, but I can tell he's disappointed. I knew he liked bigger women, and now I feel like I should try to gain my weight back to the size I was when he met me. I was just as active then, and I still had a clean bill of health when I was heavier. Should I compromise my weight for my marriage? Hmm. Well, 
I don't think you should make that kind of uh, of compromise. I really don't because your your health is the most important thing. Even though you said you had a clean bill of health when you were heavier, you have to think about when you get older and things like that. I, I mean, and I, I just think this has to do with you and what you want. How do you feel about yourself? Do you feel healthier? I mean, you, you had to do this for a reason. You started losing weight. You said you got tired of it, so you went on a diet. So, you know... Apparently, you were feeling some kind of way. I mean, do you look better to yourself right now? To me, that's what's important for you. You say he still treats you the same. You say he's your soulmate. You guys have been together for eight years. If he still treats you the same and he's your soulmate, I mean, I just think your health is the most important thing here. you got to think about that. And, uh, you know, you can't lose weight or, or gain weight for someone else. You have to do these types of things for yourself. Steve? Well, this is really an easy letter. Mm-hmm. All this is is, you know, which, which one makes you the happiest? That's all this is about. If you're happy with losing weight, then you lose weight. Let him adjust. Let him adjust. She was 252. Heaviest is 282. She lost how much? She lost 96 pounds, Steve. 96 pounds. Mm-hmm. So that put her around what? Mm, she almost lost 100. Oh, after from 282? Let's see. Come on, y'all. Come on now. <laughs> Hmm. Wait, um, what y'all doing on the show? Get these calculators out. Oh, Give me this. So she weighs 186. 186. She weighs 186. So. You still thick. 186. Nice thick. That's nice she didn't weight. Mention right her height. Don't even wor- yeah, she didn't even say how tall she was. Now, see, now here go the here thing. What? You probably fired too. <laughs> now I'm you just gonna t- go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monica's yeah. height. Yeah, you probably fired too. <laughs> I'm just letting that. Yeah, let, say something you know. else, cause yeah. No, nah, just just drink that, that for a minute. Just let that linger, <laughs> linger out there. Five two two eighty five. We over here. We stand up against the window and walk off. You be wondering, who moving the love seat? Steve. Steve, before you go too far. Why is the refrigerator in front of the window? There you go. There you go. You just got your ass. Oh, no, you're just good. You just got your We're ass out of trouble. We're good now. I just Can got my ass out of trouble, and I'll get right back in it. <laughs> I'm tired of PC. I'm (laughs) sick of politically correct. I don't do politically correct. I do damn jokes. Can we just have that? Now, if you're 5'2 and you're 285 and you're in the bedroom, it looks like somebody to put the freezer in the bedroom. Steve Harvey. (laughs) Why is the bathtub walking? Are you crazy? (laughs) Steve, too far. That's what he liked. That's what he liked. He liked that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I think she's taller. All right, five three. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Two eighty five. She lost almost a hundred pounds. One eighty five. The man like what he like. Yeah. What's wrong? Feel good about yourself. Do what make you happy. Right. So now you done went from a bay window to just a window. 
I'm going to knock you out. Boy. Okay. I'm not. I don't give a damn. Listen to me. Do you know we that? Know. We know. We're y'all a not part of this. Do. When they're mad at you, they're mad at us. Mad at oh, us. they mad at me about everything. I'm sick of these bottom feeding ass people. <laughs> Kiss the dog. Oh, Steve. Hey, hey, Steve. No, no, for real. Why can't I can't tell no more damn jokes? Can't say <laughs> nothing about nothing no more. What really? I'm on here for? <laughs> what y'all want? CNN? What y'all want this to be? Headline news? That ain't what I do. I do damn jokes. I tell a fried chicken joke tied to a black person. Ain't nobody saying nothing about that. I make one damn joke about somebody else eating something else. Now here come the damn email. Well, damn it, get we, back we, to email. Oh, we God, we got to go to break. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? Now, she 285. Now, she didn't eat everything. We got to go to break. What? So, this can't be about fried chicken or or fried rice. This is just about 282. Gather yourself. We have to go to break. I'm we'll gathering. I'm sick 18. of this right here. And when You're I listening back, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Back to the letter. Back to the letter. She said hand. very cautiously. Is it song uh, over? No. We haven't played it yet. Here it is. I lost weight and maybe my husband, too. That's the subject. All y'all politically correct people, this is not the show. Turn your radio. It's sunrise and I'm still in your bed. Good night. All right, here we are with part two of Steve's response to the strawberry letter. I lost weight. I'm going to give you an example of what I ain't fitting to be. Not on this radio show. Say that again. I want to. I'm gonna give you an example of what I ain't fitting to be. Okay, that's what I thought. See all these punk ass people talking about they gonna get a petition. Half Steve took off the radio. I walk around in a circle and march with your ass for three days because that's all long you gonna be out there. (laughs) Why are we back on? Hell yeah, I march with them to get me off the air. I get out in a circle and hold a sign with you because I know your ass ain't gonna be out there long because you don't know how to march long. This ain't the now, letter. Uh, no, look. this is the letter. This letter is all about being po- politically correct. So here's no. a, you want to answer this letter? Not. You are slim, ma'am. You are very slim. <laughs> okay. And fat is such an ugly word. You are not fat. Please stop calling yourself fat. So are we he not- loves your roles. You still have roles if you 5'2 and 185. <laughs> We don't you have still have rose. He can still kiss your stomach. It's just less stomach. <laughs> I hate. Now it's this okay. <laughs> no, we're doing politically correct. We we'll just prayed you. You shut this. up, man. Do <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a job anymore now? Because you're marching against yourself. <laughs> I'm marching against my own ass. I'm gonna beat you to the punch. <laughs> you ain't got to get a petition. Take Steve off the air. Get rid of Steve. Get rid of Steve. Get rid of Steve. I'll get a sign and get out there with your non-committed ass. Because I know you ain't going to be out there but 48 hours. I'm sitting Steve. up here talking about they're going to pick it in my state. Man, get out of here. For what? Steve. All this that's going on in the world today, and you worrying about me meeting with the president. You got to be out your damn mind. Let it Man, go, go find oh, yourself something. I am letting it go. I'm <laughs> watching it out of my system now. <laughs> and let's get back to this letter about this Thank woman you. who mm-hmm. is not big. She, you are only 282 pounds. She was. That's a beautiful weight. And you should continue to support people in this weight range. Because it is the Christian thing to do. 
I wish I was 282 pounds. What? Yes. So I could be politically correct and say that love me the way I am. So what I have four chins. What difference does that make? I hate this answer. Can't you love me? More than I, I hate, hate you. this segment now, right now. <laughs> I hate you and I, I hate want your Marjorie answer. to lay on my face and kiss all four of them. <laughs> so now, this is the new politically correct comedy portion of the show. <laughs> I think everybody should get to 282 so we can all feel comfortable around each other and support our sister who in her weight loss or weight gain. Really? That's what I think you know we should all are. do. Mm-hmm. Let's all of us get on the program and get up to 282 and show people who are larger than us that we love large people too. Guys, we love you so much lags. that we're willing to be you. It ain't no damn yeah, jet lag. That's what it, it is. It's what y'all going to get sure. if it's I decide to go on to be some punk-ass radio host. It, it, but I ain't dope. All that time And you can tell that air. other dude on the other station I got something for him oh, too. God. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies, you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Uh, Coming up. What, girl? (laughs) Coming up at about 48 after the hour, the one and only Mr. Blue Eyes himself, Michael Ely. Michael Ely, Michael Ely will be our special guest. What is all that for? Did you hear what I said? What, what is this unusual whistle she got? <laughs> did, you, okay. did you hear? I said Michael Ely. Michael Ely. Yeah. yeah. You're Why welcome. Why y'all hot and bothered over here, though? You're welcome. Who turned the air up? You saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby! Come on, Bobby. Oh. Come on, Bobby. Brock. Bobby, I ain't know you were crazy until I watched this oh whole dog God, dog thing. Bobby. Where you been living? All right, Steve. Yes. Introduce her. She is here. The lovely and talented one. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Shirley, I ain't know what the hell you was talking no, about. No, your show. I just told ago. you. I was saying. Y'all, a minute ago, y'all talking about Michael E. Now. Oh, he's coming at uh, 48 after the I hour. Saying, why Eastern are you calling time. her a girl? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ange. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good morning. This is Ann Tripp with the news. Okay, let's get serious. In Quebec, a man is in custody in connection with what Prime Minister Trudeau says was a terrorist attack on a Quebec City mosque during evening prayers on Sunday. Six people were killed. Another 19 were wounded. There were about 40 people in the mosque at the time. Sources identify the suspect as a guy named Alexandre Bissonnette. Uh, Some of his college uh, acquaintances say that he doesn't like immigrants. Meanwhile, vigils are being held in honor of the victims and police surveillance of other Muslim houses of worship in Quebec. Uh, has been uh, beefed up. The man charged with shooting 11 people and killing five at the Fort Lauderdale Airport early this month was formally arraigned yesterday. Esteban Santiago pled not guilty to all 22 counts against him. Prosecutors say Santiago flew from Alaska to Florida early this month and that once in the airport, he took a gun from his checked luggage, loaded it in the bathroom, and began shooting inside the airport's baggage claim area with the combined and, charges against him. Yeah. But, now, but now we got him and he say not guilty? Yeah. See, that's well, what's wrong you know, with in this, this country, country you're, right here, this damn due process. Well, in this country, you're only guilty once you're convicted. You're not guilty until you are. He you shot know. them people. He on tape. Mm-hmm. Now, we got to spend all this money. Some taxpayer. This taxpayer money now. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, some people, 
can get off who put uh, his ass down are, uh, in baggage guilty. claim and shoot him. <laughs> Steve, I'm please. with that. I'm actually with that. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm actually just, with oh, that. Oh man, hey man, just like that man went in there and killed all them innocent people in the movie. Sit his ass down in the chair, put a seatbelt on him, hand his ass some popcorn. 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 <laughs> and let him wait on. And then what? get his attention. Start the truck. And shoot all around him, then him. That that we'll start doing this here. Cut all this mess out. Okay. But we have some damn yeah. gun control laws, you know, so I guess that's pretty much. <laughs> Too much like right. Go ahead. As we trudge on, thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the White House standing by its executive order restricting immigration to seven mostly Muslim com- uh, countries. Civil servants who work at the State Department are protesting the controversial immigration bans, and the White House spokesman says if they don't like it, they should just quit. Meanwhile, the public apparently agrees yeah, with the president on this bad. one. A new Rasmussen poll shows that 57% of those Americans asked agree with the travel and refugee ban, while only 33% are against it. So they apparently agree with what's uh, going on right now. Mm. What did they poll? Wow. Well, because the protests yeah. at the airport. Yeah, yeah. and around well, the they world. Didn't go to the world. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think they have television, maybe. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mm. All right, yeah. uh, we'll be back, ladies, with Michael Ely. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, we back, Shirley. I uh-huh. <laughs> I got it. Coming up after this, Michael Ely will be our special guest. No, that's not how My you man. say it, Steve. You better. Okay. Well, we're going to let y'all second. say it how you want to. Michael Ely, after this. Woo! Come on, ladies. Hey, y'all, that ain't going to get y'all no closer to the game. All right, we've been waiting all morning for this one. Our special guest is a dynamic actor that is known for his gorgeous blue eyes, for his great roles on screen, and he has been in a numerous amount of hit movies, and now he has joined the cast, we're so excited about this, of Being Mary Jane. That's right, it stars, of course, our good friend Gabrielle Union. Let's find out more about his role and this season. Please welcome to the show our friend, Mr. Michael Ely. Michael! <laughs> good morning! Hey, good morning. Good morning. Oh, there good morning. he is. How you guys doing? Oh. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> oh. Let me go and get in here. Somebody know how to talk to the man. Mike, how you doing, man? <laughs> Dog. What's up, Uncle Steve? Yeah, I'm good, man. These these two girls right here, they, you know, <laughs> it's an age it limit to this him. hill. We can't help it if we love Mike. I've tried to talk to him. Hey, man, how you doing, man? You good? I'm good. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. I you. mean, look at you. Yes, yeah, you, you blessed, man. You you keep doing it, man. You, Mary Jane is back tonight at 10, 9 Central. At 10, yeah. Your character, yeah. Uh, Justin Talbot, yeah. is Mary Jane's yeah. nemesis and new co-worker. T- t- tell us about this role, man. So, um, so yeah, they, you know, they, they, they asked me to come on board and, and kind of shake things up a little bit. And, you know, Justin comes in, and some of his his uh, views would be considered controversial. And so, what he what he really does is kind of come in, and, and and you know, just when Mary Jane thinks she's you know just about to like kind of you know start this great new life, someone from her past that um, you know has somewhat made her miserable <laughs> mm-hmm. um, shows up to try and throw a, a 
big monkey wrench in her program at that point. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, well, come yeah. on in. Yes. <laughs> well, that, that's going to be interesting. Well, one thing about all your characters, man, I got to tell you this. I have never seen you play a role that was not extremely believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very convincing. Even when your ass was under that bed. <laughs> man, yes, I'm scared. Right. Well, I said, yeah. man, I never looked at Ely this way before. <laughs> but this dude was <laughs> under this bed really looking real stank yeah, about it. Great yeah. range as an actor. Yeah. yeah. Many levels. Hey, man, yeah. you, you yeah. and uh, you and Gabrielle, y'all y'all friends in real life, man. What's that like to work with your friend in a, in a, in a role like that that puts you all on opposite ends? You know, honestly, it's it's why I'm why I'm doing the show. You know, it's like I saw I saw her at a wedding, and she was like, you know, she you know she kind of came up to me, started talking about it, and you know that's when I realized, you know, yeah, this would be this would be great actually because we've never really worked together, even though we've been in the same projects, we've never really worked together. Right. So, um, you know, I, it was an opportunity for us to kind of kind of work together, and Gabrielle and I. You know, we've talked for years about certain issues that affect, you know, what's going on culturally and such. So it was an opportunity to kind of uh, work together. And if you, you know, anybody that knows Gabrielle knows that she has opinions, she has thoughts, and she will let you know them. (laughs) She will articulate them in a way that you'll be like, damn, all right, I got you, okay. And so, you know, like working with her, it's like what's, what's fantastic is what's happening off screen. You know, right. what's, what's fantastic is what's happening off screen and, and the conversations that we have about about what's going on. And, you know, when I started working on this, you know, a lot of, you know, I got a lot of her insight as, you know, with regards to, you know, Birth of a Nation and everything else. And so it was it was very interesting and, and also at the same time very fun because that is how Gab lives her life. Fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. it. Hey, man, now, sure. you, you, you got a lot going on, man. How are you balancing all this? You 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 you're a father again. Yes, yes. congratulations. You're married. You welcomed yeah. your second child late last year. How you balancing this career, this fatherhood, man? Whoa. It it's it's been it's been rough. You know what I mean. I think um, you know, like I, I left, I left to go shoot the show, and I was going back and forth between Atlanta and LA because I told him I just I don't want to leave my family right now. It's just it's just not a good time for me to leave. So. Fortunately, they were able to work it out so I could go back and forth. And, um, you know, um, my, my daughter um, is just, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I don't have words. Oh, <laughs> I just know. don't have words oh, right now. That makes us fall it's, in love uh, with him more. He's such it's, a sweetheart. It's, uh, you know, she just, when she smiles, I just, I feel like I got to I gotta protect that to the Aww. best of my ability. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Michael. Yeah, we talked about that too, man. Yeah, 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 we did. We did. It's a long-term commitment, (laughs) you know, it's a lifelong commitment. And I I just pray, I pray for the time to watch her grow up. That's what I pray for. Well, yeah, it's coming. Um, It's going to involve several death threats, like we talked about, Mike. Put a couple boys in check. You know, put, a, a baseball. put the barrel right, of right. a gun up under somebody's chin. All that's going <laughs> to happen. And, and then it's going to come a point in their life. Here was really good about parenthood. Like, like okay, like now you're torn because you don't want to leave your family right now. It's going to come a time where you get in a position like me where you want to leave them. 
tried. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I cut the lights out in my office when they walk in the house so they don't see me in there. Oh, come in goodness. there and talk to me. It's just, all that's coming to Mike. Yeah. yeah, it's a complete turnaround, man. We swear you just go. You know what? I've done my damn job parenting. Figure it out. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that there comes a time when your kids. You know, they got their own friends, and they don't want to hang out with you anymore. Oh, and, yeah. You know, so I decided I'm going to I'm gonna milk this time where they're, they're, yeah. they're, like, obsessed with me. You know, I'm going to milk all the time I have while they're obsessed with me. So when they don't want to spend time with me, I can have that attitude. I don't want to spend time with you either. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I was glad my friends got friends, hell, with cars. Right. So I can quit dropping right. them off. I think mm-hmm. it's great. Hey, right. man, uh, th- this is a fabulous guy. This is a fabulous show. Uh, Being Mary Jane is, is hot, man. Yes, you, got, you got yes, some great is. cast members in that. The storyline is great. Being Mary Jane is back tonight, everybody, at 10 p.m., 9 p.m. Central Time on BET. Uh, he's he's the new nemesis of uh, Gabrielle Union, Mary Jane, and uh, they going at it, man. It's good. It gets kicked off tonight. It's going to be hot. Hey, Michael Ely, keep working, boy. Keep on yes, working. Yeah. Keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it. I appreciate the support you guys every time, every project, every time. Thank you so much. God bless Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, Michael Ely. What a sweet Michael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep being fine. Yeah. That's what you're yeah, coming with? That? Yeah. He can't hey, help hey, that, hey, Carla. Carla. He can't Carla. help that. Carla. Yeah. Carla. Carla, you married. Your I husband, know, that's my job, you house. know. Yeah, that ain't your job. <laughs> that ain't your job. Keep telling y'all, your job follow you at home. <laughs> Stuff you say on the air follow you. <laughs> now, the question, the question we had earlier, now, if Michael was walking around naked, it'd be all right, huh? Huh? Remember the question we had earlier today? Huh? That was cool. That's cool with y'all. Huh? Tommy, yeah. you don't look like Michael E. I have yeah. told at all. You me and spray that paint my Tommy, eyes blue. Tommy, Sp- Tommy, huh? the, the the men in our family, <laughs> none of us have been fine. When are you gonna make the damn adjustment? Steve, where are you fine? Where are you fine? Come on now. At the bank. <laughs> oh, God. That's all, That's all I'm that matters. damn cutie pie down there. <laughs> but anywhere else. Damn, Steve. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, Skip. Huh? Oh. So we love the new edition story. Oh my right? God! It broke nineteen all million people. Yeah, now over twenty million. I mean, yeah. you know, unbelievable. That story was so good. I <sighs> want to see the Jodeci story. Yeah. Can't nobody finna do no damn Jodeci story. <laughs> Why you say I that, Steve? See it. That'd be crazy. They see and Jojo. Yeah. I can see, see Chappelle new, in there. <laughs> see, see, oh, see, see, new edition call. lasted for a long time. 30-something years, still out there years. relevant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jodeci had enough hits. Oh, yeah. They well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. They had, well, they I just weren't together they as kids. Yeah, they, they had some group. hits. Yeah, they had some hits, but they weren't together well, as kids. Well, they were kids. just adults acting as kids. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the same thing. Right, whereas I New Edition started when they were little boys <laughs> and they grew up in the right, business yeah. and you see all the ups and downs and 
uh, the egos. And them cats is and, relevant today. Yeah, and they're yes, still on. They, they still just, tour. They mm-hmm. just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, they're yeah. still doing it and touring and everything. But a yeah. fantastic story. Fantastic Fantastic story. job. People are mm-hmm. still talking about it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it was really good. Yep. Yeah. Really good. All right. Miss, huh? What you got? What were you what saying? You oh, no. I was just saying uh, Steve is back from Miss Universe, Philippines. What beautiful ladies. Yeah. What beautiful, beautiful young I'm going to tell you one thing, though. The first country I've ever been in in my life ain't see no black people. Mm-hmm. You no guys were the only ones? N- not a now one. They were wow. just taking our picture when they saw us. <laughs> you <was> signing autographs. <laughs> I bought all the black people a to black Manila. <laughs> in, in Manila, I did not oh. see a single black person really? anywhere doing wow. nothing. It's the first country I've ever been to. I did not see a single black person. Wow. Not mm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Wow. They love my ass over there. I was the king, then then me. Well, and you were a little <laughs> apprehensive about going, right? You didn't know. Well, you know, I I was cool with going. Uh, you know, I didn't. Uh, you didn't know how you were going to be received. Yeah, I this didn't year hear after. nothing about no jokes and nothing, man. Uh, I, they was really cool. They was really really warm. It was great. The enthusiasm. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. When the girls got on the bus to go anywhere. At one point, there was 250,000 people watching the girls. Wow. Let let me tell you something. The rehearsal, the dress rehearsal, Mm -hmm. the day before the full dress rehearsal, Mm -hmm. sold out. Wow. So it was more people there than at the inauguration. You know what? You know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. That's your observation? That's what you got? I'm I'm just saying. (laughs) Gonna stop. <laughs> We're gonna get on that. <laughs> I was uh, I was really pulling for Haiti at the end. I thought Miss Columbia was was fabulous. Oh though, my man. gosh, she was she my was favorite. Beautiful. Oh, she yeah, was so Haiti gorgeous. But Haiti was beautiful, man. All of them, <laughs> though, Steve. They all of were. them were. I mean, to me, I'm gonna tell you, man, who, who so I really thought had a really good shot, and she did. She only lost by one vote, and that was Kenya. Miss Kenya was Ken- Kenya dropped would would have been gorgeous. She, she was, was very very smart too, man. She, she was, was so one of the most elegant. impressive. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She lost her uh, parents at a young age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was in a, uh, a life-threatening accident at mm-hmm. five. She lost her parents at a young age. Mm-hmm. She's the first person for her country to represent uh, Kenya for Miss mm-hmm. Universe. Wow. An incredible story, this woman, man. And then for the first time, they had a, a black woman as Miss Brazil. First black woman from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw yeah. her. She was beautiful. Yeah, Miss Canada. Miss Canada. Miss, I, I loved her that. answers too. Miss yeah, Canada. She was I thought so she was good. Confident. Miss, yes. Miss Canada was thick. They had that was yeah, she, she was, was controversial because she was the largest size woman in the uh, pageant, and wow. they were trying. There were some people saying she doesn't have the right side. The woman was right. Yeah, she was. See, I don't know where they. Very confident. I loved her. And it was her energy. Some of them girls needed something to eat. Yeah, yeah. I'm just a little bathing suit, just hanging on. You know, (laughs) just going. Come on now, we need need some filler or something. You come out here, man. (laughs) How was was Junior? Did he lose his mind? Yeah, yeah, you should have. Do good. He's not here. <laughs> well, yeah. what that tell you? Well, I, I probably had to tell you that you know they shut uh, Junior's uh, bank card off. What? You lying? What? Yeah, they, what? yeah, they shut it at the casino. 
Yeah, yeah, we was in the casino and they shut the bank it. card off. Because they it. said, uh-huh. uh, based on your bank records, uh-huh. there's no reason your ass should be in the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Did he tell them he was working for you? <laughs> no, nah, ain't nothing you can do, man. They shut him down. So I was the banker over there. Uh-huh. All my crew. Uh-huh. Had to uh, come to you. They, yeah, I, I was the banker for everything. So mm-hmm. I pimped. I made money off of it, you know, off charge uh-huh. interest rates. Yeah, say charged, please. Well, what, 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 what? You just say yeah. it so naturally yeah. that you don't even realize. Right. When oh, you I say pimped them. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh hell yeah. 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 25% interest on my money. Oh, God. Yeah. I ain't the damn really? ATM machine. You come over here and get my money. It's 25%. Wow. Yeah, I tack on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tack on. I'm high as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 no, I ain't long shot. I'm predatory lending. I actually practice predatory lending. Don't come to me. You come over here, man. You need a thousand. Ain't no problem, man. Well, did he have enough money to get back home? Now you're scaring me, Junior. No, no, no. no, He had plenty. But, you know, the money in pesos over there, Philippine peso. Oh. So it's like one to 50. So they had $1,000 bills. Uh But Mm -hmm. the $1,000 bills was really $20. Oh. oh, not quite rich. twenty dollars. Oh man, I had so many thousands. <laughs> wow, but you had you should have seen me at the gate when I turned in my money so I could gamble because we was in a casino. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Beautiful casino over there too. Mm-hmm. I just went over there, man. Just turned in like seven thousand dollars. I couldn't even carry the money out because <laughs> the pesos. Uh-huh. It was so I had my stuff in shopping bags. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many security guards. I had full-fledged SWAT team with me everywhere I went. Wow. Really, and, Steve? And, really? Yeah. And they SWAT wagons are open. My son did a video of it. Uh-huh. The SWAT wagons oh. are open. They don't pull up and open their doors and climb out. They just pull up and start shooting. Oh, <laughs> wow. The president over there uh-huh. is committed to slowing down the drugs in the Philippines. Uh-huh. Hey, let me tell you something, man. They killing some people over there. He's going to get it mm. done. If oh. you over there selling drugs, mm-hmm. you're not going to court. Ain't no trial or nothing. It's no. Over. no. But I had, it was it was the most secure place I've ever seen, though. Mm-hmm. And the people were absolutely beautiful over there, man. The Philippines was absolute. The people were so, so kind, man, and so appreciative of having the event. And the hotel I stayed in, what was the name of the hotel? Solidaire? Soriel, stayed at the Soriel. The suite I had, mm-hmm. Lord mm-hmm. have mercy. Really? Off the chain? Like that? Lord have mercy. Oh, right. for you, you to say that, it must suites. have been baller. Yeah, because you've Let been in you some something. presidential suites. Lord, this presidential <laughs> suite right here, this was not playing, man. I had so many mm-hmm. rooms in there. I had a little butler, but he was a Mai Tai fighter. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I recognized him as a Mai Tai fighter because I tell by his walk, we talked about. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to whip somebody ass so bad. <laughs> I pushed somebody on the elevator so he could just show me. You know what? Uh, yeah. be over there fighting. Little bitty little dude, though. Everybody little over there. <laughs> we'll be You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> Boy, the story, Steve. Whew. From well, the Philippines you know, and uh, from the pageant. Great stories. The, mm-hmm. I, just, I just really, in all honesty, I appreciate God so much. The, the more I live, oh, <laughs> because what what he takes me through and allows me to survive 
and puts his angels around me and protects me and forever keeps me moving forward. You know, uh, somebody sent me a thing that says, some people hate you simply because they can't understand why God keeps blessing you after all you used to be. Mm. Mm. Do you know that you all are running into that problem? That you all are running into the same problem. A lot of people just hating on y'all because they can't understand how God keep blessing y'all after all you used to be. Mm. See, then you got a lot of people in your life that are holding you to your past and cannot understand how you've risen to the whatever position you in and how God keep blessing you and keep you from going over. But after all the stuff you used to do, which people don't understand for the most part is that God is in the forgiving business. Yeah, and people aren't, so many people aren't. They haven't gotten there yet. They they can't let it go and they can't forgive. No, and and they and so many people make decisions about you without all the information. But all of a sudden they have a full opinion of you. That's I amazing. I'm expecting man. people to forgive me. People ain't gonna forgive you. They ain't not gonna forgive you. I just will. It depends. Some hmm. some will, mm-hmm. but but Tommy's right though. It's you can quit expecting everybody to do it because they're not. Because some people really do enjoy hate. Yeah. It actually they actually are under the misguided notion wow. that their hate of you for some reason validates them or makes them better. That's a sad wow. way to live. This is a sermon on clarification. All right. I, I, I come to preach on the Trump visit. I come to uh, set the record straight uh, 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 for my beloved brother. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 with all that's going on in the world today. And he's making a lot go on. But go the on. hell is you worried about a damn visit for? Uh, yeah, okay. Ass <laughs> can't get on a plane no uh, more without getting sent back home. Yeah, he did that. Then uh, 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 fired the attorney general. He did that. He did that. Oh, then insulted. Uh, John Lewis. That's mm. what he did, and I don't like uh, that. Uh, 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 set up on the campaign trail. Uh-huh. Said he gonna repeal Obamacare. That's what he said. Not at all this is happening. What the hell is we surprised about? Mm-hmm. No, no. We Sit your tail at the house and don't vote. Oh, Ignorant oh. ass black folk talking about hold my vote. I voted. Now that you didn't held it, what you gonna do with it now? Mm-hmm. He they now taking your vote and packing it up in the center point. The crack, no, no, the no. darkness of your behind. Careful. That's what is happening to your vote now. Yeah, you packing it in too much. Packing it in too much. We gotta go. Why is we got to go now, Shirley? We needed this to be Why? Because this up. sermon, this sermon lively continues. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, music so child. 
Look at the time. Uh, time to go to break right now. We will be back to close out the show at 48 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nice little contest, love contest going on. All right, when we come back, um, yes, our one last thing, uh, the top reasons for cheating. We talk about this a lot oh. on the show, so there's some here reasons. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Woo! Come on here now. Yes! Come on, Johnny. Woo! Over 20 million people. Damn, Johnny Gill can sing his ass off. Yay, KSD. Yes, sir. You yes, know, they sir. broke all kinds of records. Did you hear Do one more time. Yeah. I mean, all of them. Uh huh. Hello and hi. Yes, yes. What the hell did that boy do? They, they broke all kinds of records uh, at BET. I mean, over 20 million people watched the new edition story. Sure wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people are still talking about it on social media. I mean, it I'm touched everyone. To put, man, what they really need to do, that damn earth winning fire story. Oh, oh look at you. Oh. You'd be glued, wouldn't you, Steve? Yeah, I'd be glued, but all the people who want to go see it are damn near dead, though. <laughs> That's the only thing. Really, though? Yeah, it's damn the truth. <laughs> you mean just watch it on TV? You said go see it, like in the theaters? You mean a TV? No, yeah, you know, I'd be movies. concerned, you know, because, you know, you can't get them all because, you know, old-ass people forget stuff. Well, I didn't know it was this weekend. <laughs> Your Maurice gone? <laughs> all right, stop. It's still people don't know Maurice gone. Oh, Lord. Stop. <laughs> Why that boy hair like that? Lady Verdine hair been like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing, man. You just can't. My, my group, man. I, that's, man, mm. damn. My group well, hard, man. Well, it was a great, damn, great no. movie. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Yes, all Which of that. hard growl. Uh-huh. Yes, Damn, Johnny, you can sing. Uh-huh. Yes, he can. Mm-hmm. That low and high. Right you see, that that's when I became a New Edition fan. I wasn't Johnny, really a New Johnny, Edition yeah. fan. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. really a New Edition fan. Because I candy get that. After the bubble gum. Well, and that was part of their <laughs> yeah. longevity, too, because they started off as kids, like we said, with the candy girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. and then they went Mr. into Mr. Telephone. Yes. Man. Now, that was Maybe Johnny Gill's. That was Johnny Gill's favorite song, he said. When he joined the when group. When he joined the group, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby yeah, but was then like, he said, there? let me change the way that go, though. But that just made Bobby's head even bigger. <laughs> See, I'm the star. See, See? I'm the star. Boy, Bobby was something else. Bobby man. was clowning. <laughs> but it was his idea to yeah, form the group. Form the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that I didn't know uh-uh, watching the yeah. movie. I did not know that, mm-hmm. that it was his idea. Right. So, and that's why they loved him so yeah, that's why they were so loyal to him. Mm-hmm. And Bobby wanted to be a superstar and out of the group, and then he wanted to be in the group. It was, he was like, torn. Yes. Back out the group. Yes. Your mind. <laughs> it was so good, though. Uh, it was just really, really a great Because when movie. I first heard that uh, Whitney Houston was dating Bobby Brown, I didn't even believe it. Oh, I think a lot of people yeah. I said, man, were, man, felt the same man. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was like the pop princess. I tell you, the, the great boy. moment for them when they was on that uh, went to one of them award shows in Vegas. They wore them white mink coats. Oh, uh-huh. but Peter was there. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't. And what happened? No, no, Johnny said, "Throw it, see what happens." 
<laughs> Bobby. Oh, Bobby. The oh, people Bobby just putting it. them little cans of red paint down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby said, throw it, see what happens. <laughs> they putting them little cans of paint down. Act like they ain't had none. <laughs> they tried to play it off. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Bobby was no joke. <laughs> I was walking past a lady with a coat on one time. I wasn't even, I didn't even know they was out there picking. I passed by. These people, I had a coat on, had some type of fur on. This lady said, look better when it was alive. And then I was, I was walking with one of my hood partners from Cleveland. So I didn't really pay it no attention. And then she started following me. I said it looked better when it was alive. Oh. I didn't know what she was talking about. I really, really didn't. I was just walking in New York. And so my boy Big say, hey, man, who, 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 who this blankety blank talking to? <laughs> and so I, didn't, I said, what? What you talking about? So then a guy that was with him went, hey, I, hey, I, sh- I should ruin the coat like you ruined the animal's life. I turned around, Big say, went over to him, grabbed him, and said something to him real quick. Uh-oh. The dude put the sign down and caught a cab. <laughs> Seriously, my boy said some biggie wig, grabbed him by the collar, and said something to him. He put his sign down and got in a cab. He was doing with the protest. That's the guy that can do that, though. Yeah, yeah. See y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.